0: Hey, is here. <laughs> okay, it, and we're Drink, Drink to a, a Mary Podcast. podcast. <laughs> hey, cutie is here, and we are back with another episode of Drink to a Mary Podcast. And I have a very special guest here with me. She's been on the show before. Miss yeah. Siobhan of Siobhan's John. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so tell the people. Just a little bit about yourself, if they didn't catch your first episode. So, I'm Siobhan. Um, after
1: being on Drink to We're Married, I started my own podcast. Um, it's called Siobhan's John, and I talk about a lot of things. Where can they listen? You can listen everywhere. Oh my God, follow me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> Siobhan, okay it might have need two, need actually. extra ends. Yeah, Siobhan, you know, you need that. But it's, you can find it anywhere. Siobhan's John. It's on Spotify and Alpha Music. But follow me on Instagram.
0: Yes, hook her up. Listen, follow her. Listen, and she has great topics. She's also mm-hmm. an, an amazing writer. Thank you. You have a blog. You still write on your blog? Or? I do, yeah. Um, the last thing I wrote was
1: maybe about a month ago. Um, And so I actually wrote about
0: this, what we're talking about today. Oh, (laughs) I wish I would have known. It's okay. I'm just, Um, did I not read it? Oh my God. Anyway. So, for all of you that don't know, this is my niece. Her favorite. My favorite niece. <laughs> She's a mess. <laughs> and we are back. We are, of course, drinking. So before we jump into our topic, we are drinking, and it's called Life's a Peach. Life's a peach. And it is made with peach crown and strawberry peach juice. It's so good. It's Cheers. It's so good. It's amazing. So, it, and it's very simple. I will post the details on the website, com. So, we are talking about, and it's not, it's probably, it's dealing with the relationships, but it's probably a different yeah. take on kind of the topics we talk about here, I would say. Right. But, As black women feeling protected by our black men. So that is the topic. And there's so many things that sparked having this conversation today. I think it was just like a lot of things going on politically, socially. I mean, it's been everywhere. Yes. Just everywhere. Yeah. So we are having the conversation and the way I want to open it up is asking you, like, as a black woman in America, Mm -hmm. do you feel protected by black men? No. (laughs) No. I'll just put that out there. Nah. (laughs) Nah, bruh. (laughs) We're not feeling protected. And why? Like, you know. Well, I mean, as
1: a black woman who was raised by a black man completely and who taught me how to properly and accurately love a black man. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I feel protected by my father. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. even he taught me that a lot of black women do not feel protected by men like me. And so right. Him telling me that from such a young age, because he was really all that I knew. And so I think about it as. If I am in a space where I am one of two black people, mm-hmm. I always want that other black person mm-hmm. to be a black woman.
0: Yes, always. Oh, oh, yes, always. Because honestly, you are right, and I never thought about it in that way. Mm-hmm. Because we are well, for the most part, we have the most I mean, part. Everybody, we are going to support each other. You're right. Because yep. as a black woman in that room, for one, you are looking for that other black face. Yes. And then, okay, if you find a guy, and it depends, I think it depends on the guy or the woman. One, you feel safer Mm -hmm. when you have someone in that room with you. Right. But having your black sister in the room with you, yeah. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Whether I
1: think about her as, okay, auntie's over there. She's looking out for me. Right. Or if I see it as somebody my
0: age. My cousin or... Exactly.
1: And so I always feel like if I am in a space... When I'm one of two black people, I want it to be a black woman because I know, obviously this doesn't mean for everybody, but I know that I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be, let's say, attacked verbally, a black woman is going to probably be the first person in that room, whether I was a black man or not, to speak up for me. Mm -hmm. But a black man, he's like... You know, I'm not in it.
0: But and this is the thing. A lot of the time, right? So I, I just—is it the way we are raising our black men? I think it's definitely a community conversation, and unfortunately, this has rolled out into mainstream conversation. Mm -hmm. It's almost like when you're young and your parents are like, "Look, what happens in this house stays in this house." Mm -hmm. Is no longer the case because our business is being aired out. I agree. And I like that it is, honestly. Well, because we can have this conversation, but it's making sure we are having it in every facet of our community. And what sparked me wanting to have this topic here was that, one, you see a ton of posts. I mean, for months now I've been seeing posts where women are just like not feeling protected by their men or, you know, whatever. And we are very vocal about it, I think, And just, okay, so we are recording. It is a Saturday evening. On this past Thursday, Meg the Stallion came out. Yes. And finally, she was shot in her foot. We all knew about it like a month ago. Twice Twice in her foot. And she finally said that Tory Lanez did it. Somebody that was her friend. Somebody that, you know. They've been rocking all through quarantine together. All of it. And... From my perspective, it's like, what could, for me, what could another person do to me to <laughs> make me want to pull my gun out and shoot And them? shoot them. And not I want would... to kill them because he clearly was not trying to kill her. He shot her in the foot. But to pull your gun out, so it couldn't have been nothing that serious if you didn't want to kill me over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think, I'm thinking, did he miss or did he deliberately
1: shoot her in the foot because she is an entertainer and that is her livelihood? Mm. So either way, you were trying to you were trying either to way impact my life. And I think the biggest thing for me, like yes, you know, this was her friend; she was not obviously protected by him, mm-hmm. but it was also the response to it. You would think, you know, a black woman has just been hurt. You know, at the hands of a black man, yes, but at the hands of anyone. Right. And what how do we make her better? But that is not what she got. Right. You know, everybody was saying, Oh, well, you know, we
0: don't know the full story. Or what does she do? Or she <laughs> she a snitch? But that is always why is it? I mean, and honestly, I feel like as black women We do that to black women as well. I mean, we, I think it's a community issue. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like we are quick to blame the victim. And I mean, but why? I mean, so if I come to you and unless I am a known documented liar, you know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Why would you not believe what I'm telling you? Why would you not? But you don't know Tori. You don't know him. Like what?
1: (laughs) And it is just ridiculous to me because, you know, she said that this happened to her and people were like, oh, well, you know, mm, what? right. And I think another thing is Meg is, she's a tall woman. She's like, what, 5'10"? Yeah, she's and tall. And I think she's getting kind of like... You know how people treat Serena Williams? Yes. They see her as this, you know, tall, strong, strong, dark skinned black woman, and they're not seen as feminine.
0: Yes. They're not. Yeah. But I mean, black women in general. So I've been seeing a lot of posts saying that um black babies are I can't. I don't have the percentage, but more likely to survive if they are taken care of by a black doctor opposed to a white doctor. Wow. Yeah. So to me, it's like from birth, we come out just as a race having to, you know, fight through so many different levels of issues to then have to bring that back to our own community. And we're fighting within our own community because, okay, so... Before I even brought this topic here, I was having a conversation with a man and, you know, telling him my topic and my points and, you know, my thought process and how mm-hmm. I came to even want to have this topic on the show and then asked him Cause I'm thinking, oh, valid, you know, like real talk. Like we're not protected. We are the least, least protected human being in this world, in my mindset. Period. Because if we not, I mean, but I feel like we stand for our black men. I like, stand. But Absolutely. then he told me he did not feel protected by black women, <laughs> and I was kind of like taken aback. Excuse me, sir. Like. <laughs> So, to me, it's like, what is the real issue? Like, he just blew my whole perspective for the podcast when he said that. <laughs> and and what did he say? Like, the why? So, the why is because you are, we're quick to say black men ain't shit. They don't take care of their kids. They always cheating. They dog. Like, just and honestly, I'm like when he said that. I was like, "We do, do yeah, that. you're right. We do that. We do, <laughs> we do that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think
1: coming from someone who has dated outside of her race, mm-hmm. I probably will not again. But I think no, <laughs> I think nobody loves a black woman the way that a black man does. I don't think no one can.
0: No one can. And no one can love a black man the way a black woman can.
1: Absolutely not. Because
0: of the struggles. But anyway, go ahead. Because it's just a, it's a certain bond. bond, it's that yeah. connection. It's that. It's a connection. When it is right. I mean, sometimes even when it's wrong and it feels so right, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Which is a mess. <laughs> I know. But it's a so toxic. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, that's why you have so many toxic relationships. Thanks. But it's like. You're right. It's like there's a bond. But I think that's also why from way back hundreds and hundreds of years, why that bond was broken and continued right. through generations to continue to be broken. And and not to say there are not black men out there supporting black women and there are not black women out there standing and supporting black men. Yeah, absolutely not. But it also comes back to who do we, who has the megaphone? Who's speaking the loudest in this situation? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it the people that are hurt and their trauma? Because, But you know what I mean? Like, but that's where society comes in and shines a light on our broken families and our... Do you know what I mean? No, I do. So it's like we allow that part to get highlighted so much that we don't feel like we're united anymore. And then that Is our story. Exactly.
1: I think that... Were you on Twitter like 2011? I don't know. A long, long time (laughs) ago.
0: I think... Wait. 2011 I moved here in 2000 yeah I was probably on Twitter yes
1: so <laughs> black women so everybody
0: looks at that era of Twitter as the best mm-hmm. and it why? was why well yes it was a great time I know the feed was amazing because that's why I don't do it now because I hate the feed
1: it was just great like the whole timeline was jokes everything was just a good time it wasn't political like it is now but looking at the content black women were the butt of pretty much 90% of those jokes and so and they were made those jokes were made by black (laughs) men and I think this it created sort of like this ideology that for other races like oh well they talking about y'all yes so let's talk about them too right and so it's like there's no it looks like we have no unity mm. and so I think black women are looking at black men like you know you don't, you're worthless. not repping for us you're yeah. not repping for us and then black men in, in turn will say oh well why are you blaming me for that I didn't do that mm-hmm. and so but we also have to look at it no not you specifically Obviously, I do not mean you specifically, like when women say men ain't shit. Right.
0: I don't mean you. I don't mean your dad. I mean people but, like you. But a hit dog on holla. It's true. So yeah. it's like such a double-edged sword because are we looking at what we've individually or gender have done to feed into this stereotype? We'll call it a stereotype. Because I think we just had this conversation, mm-hmm. two educated men, that they feel like it's a two-way street where we're not having that conversation where it's, what have I done to contribute to this situation? Absolutely. And owning that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how am, what am I doing to try to fix it or change it instead of piling on? Good question.
1: <laughs> All great questions. Because <laughs> you do have to look at yourself and you mm-hmm. do have to think like, am I contributing to this? Like you said, we'll call it a stereotype or whatever we'll call it. Mm-hmm. But you also have to look at just the facts though. Yes. And I think we build up certain people in our mind mm-hmm. and I think it's like Martin Luther King. Yes. Who loved
0: him? Some white women. Oh, you better <laughs> love oh, Jesus. Oh, we about to go viral.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who would cheat? Yes, on Madame Coretta Scott. <laughs> what is white women? Yeah. And so we put certain people on a pedestal, like oh, our king, this and that, yeah. and like
0: this your king. No, <laughs> you know what. Not saying he was not amazing. <laughs> That's he not what been. I'm doing. I with you. <laughs> is it shocking? <laughs> Black Panther. <fans are. laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm honestly not saying not that, that
1: his contribution wasn't amazing. I'm not saying that. But right. also the people that we build up, like sometimes our own fathers. You're putting him on a pedestal, but he is
0: in these out here with these families around the corner and down the street. And
1: why do your neighbors look like you? Oh, because you're related. (laughs) That is
0: why. Those are your brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever. Right? You're related. (laughs) This is is a mess. I was not ready for this. But you are so right. It almost so we. It comes back to we have to be honest with ourselves and who we are lifting up. And the thing is, just because. We're all human, we all make mistakes, so right. he may have made mistakes, but not to take away it from the great things, but let's be right. mindful of absolutely everything that's like when people die, and they want to say, "Oh, little John was so amazing, mm-hmm. he did this and this for the community, yeah, he was robbing the corner store, and that's why he got shot like right <laughs> let's be real and I'm not saying that's what you leave with, but let's let's not be mistaken on. What they're adding to our community or taking away from it.
1: You have to be honest. And I think with black women, we face, what do you, trauma? I don't know. Like from It is trauma. From so, the patriarchy. Uh, from, from the man you mean. She's trying to.
0: Men.
1: From the men. <laughs> pa- I'm going to use patriarchy. That's what I'm going to use. <laughs> it's sexism, colorism, yes. misogyny. We, we. Face all of it, and you really want to look me in my face and tell me that I am not the most unprotected person on this earth. Yeah, that's true. Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. No, I listen. I told you coming into this conversation, I had my whole mindset on. What it was going to be and who was and we were the most unprotected. But then when you start having those conversations with other people and they feel that way as well, you have to take that into consideration. Absolutely. So
1: I think that black men, they see themselves and they completely are a target. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But you're not alone in this fight, though. You're not alone. And so when you think about yourself as, you know, black man is being hunted, the black man is being this, but black women are more likely to experience and die from domestic violence, mm. um, childbirth, any kind of complications. Yeah. And so when we are not being protected by health officials, husbands at home.
0: Right. What Girl, is, you better. What does that mean? You better. <laughs> that's so prepared. yeah yeah yes you did and I got the whole notebook and she came prepared I would agree I definitely agree to not have them go just as hard for us I think is it's like baffling like it's a slap in the face yeah because
1: you want someone to go as hard for you as you go as hard for them mm-hmm. which is that's just human nature And you look at... I don't know if you saw it. It was a couple of months ago. And it was a black girl my age. Mm -hmm. She was out in these streets Mm. when George Floyd was killed. And she was saying how black men are a target and we need to do a better job. And this was a black woman who was always out there. Always. Mm -hmm. You always saw her face with her megaphone just really making this known. Okay. And um, I want to say... Maybe a month later, she died. She was killed. Yes. Toyin Salua. I'm so sorry if I'm saying her name wrong. Yes. And she was sexually assaulted by a black man that she was staying with, one of her friends. Someone Mm. that she thought like, okay, well, let me, you know, find comfort in this person because, you know, family kicked her out, you know, because it's just terrible. And so... When that happened, she was killed by this man. And so when that happened, people were like, are you kidding me? Right? She was just out in these streets protesting for, for, the for black you, man, for right. the black man. And then you kill her. And I think it's just frustrating. It's just, it's sad.
0: It's sad. And it's just like, again, what are we doing within our communities to change that narrative and to rebuild that relationship? Because yes, I mean... We came to America on these slave ships and they immediately, we were separated as families. They will take the strongest to have multiple babies throughout with the black women just to reproduce slaves so they can go and sell us on the block and make this money barbaric yeah right and then we still try to come together as families and then you you know you're continually at I mean every generation you have some roadblock on where they were breaking our families apart every single generation yeah every single generation and it's like so there are so many men like I was raised by a single mom and it's me my brother my sister raised by my mother And my brother, he's a middle child, so he's being raised by three black women. Pretty much, yeah. And, like, what are you going, what is he going to learn besides black women are that the foundation of the family and they are there to protect and to do all these things? Because, again, my mother may not have even thought to have to teach him, like, this isn't normal, but we're doing this so we can survive as a family but that's what he's learned so if you're being taught this you're either going to rely on the black woman to be the foundation and to be the house or you're going to be the opposite the opposite complete opposite of that and wanting to do the most break the cycle honestly. Yeah. I
1: just think that that's all that can be done. Mm -hmm. And then I think about my dad, someone who was raised by his father, who my, I mean, my dad was close with his mom, but he wasn't raised in the same house as her. So he got that female energy, but he saw a black man going to work Mm -hmm. every single day. Yeah. Going to work every single day, providing for his family. And so he's like, well, that's what I'm going to do. And so that's how people learn. They learn by example. They learn by role models, whether
0: it's in their home or on TV. Right. But you also, I think it goes back to that makeup of the person. Either I'm going to learn and I want to be just like this person, or I want to learn to be the opposite of this person, depending on what, yeah. So it still is, I think a lot of people rely on, is it nurture versus nature? Like it's, it's a battle. I think it really just depends because it's all to that person's interpretation. Right. And also, right. there are so many men they that you may be married and have your man in the house with you, but are they all they focus on is being the provider. They go to work every day and then they come home and they want to be alone. Like, are they really helping yeah. us raise children? Because that's also a visual of... How are you supporting a black woman even in your own house? Just because you can provide a house and be the the financial provider. But are you giving her that mental and emotional support?
1: I had a guy that I was dating. He had said to me, um, you know, I said, oh, let's go to the city. Let's go spend the day there. Let's go have fun. And He's like, oh, you want me to take you? You want me to cash you out? Is that what you want? And I was like, "Where did this like, energy what? come from? <laughs> and I think, like, first of all, Thanks, there's nothing any man can buy me that I cannot buy for myself. Nothing. Mm. And so I think black men always feel like it's I a need tr- transactional relationships, yeah, mm-hmm. because that's a lot of the time what we use them for. Like we think about, oh, the black man wasn't there. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't doing that. When you're a black father, it's more than the money. What are you teaching these yes. boys? What are you teaching them?
0: And your girls. Because, and your girls, absolutely. Because how you treat your daughters and how you treat your daughters' mother, that's the relate that's the relationships they're going to look at and emulate and right. or to my point either want to be like or completely unlike. You know what I mean? So it's we got to just make sure we're providing that right foundation that will hopefully allow them to thrive in their relationships and i think
1: we're getting or at least i'm getting to the age where a lot of the people around me are having kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm right now i don't want to date a man with
0: kids because i'm you know baby i didn't start doing that till i was well in my 30s Exactly. Right. You, that, you don't have to not something i <laughs> want to do no. but when you get older
1: you know, you a lot of the people around your age are going to have kids, which is yes. completely understandable, but one thing that we should not do is date a man, marry a man, whatever, that doesn't take care of his kids. I won't do that. Don't do it. And so, and I think that's that also is just testament to how how is this man going to, quote unquote, take care of you? Even the most independent woman.
0: Baby, then you got one sitting right here and I, just because I can do it and have done it doesn't mean that's what I want for my life. Exactly. And it's it's more so a partnership. You want that companionship. Like I can build all this. We were having a conversation earlier. It's not always about the money. It's not.
1: It's you know not I mean? always about it's the money. It's not
0: always just about the money. So what else outside of monetary are you providing yes. to this relationship?
1: Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about protection, I think a lot of people think it's just physical.
0: Right. Like, absolutely. You know, you do want to be physically protected. Protected. And baby, don't be with a man. Like, I can't even date a man that I don't feel like can protect me. Whether I've seen this dude fight, like, I just have to feel like I know what will go down. When it go down. down. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I... that's just me. So yeah. Cause it's not it's like you said. Physical it's not just protection visible. honestly is easy. That's the easiest part. Even though some of y'all fail at that, as we noted with Tory lanes, with Tory Lane's yeah. yeah. That you know, so some of y'all even fail at the simplest mode of protection it's for menial. women. Menial. Yes, like the smallest thing you could do, like knock me out the way, walk on the outside of the curb. The little (laughs) thing. The little thing. Some of y'all don't even know that. But I mean, when we talk about emotional support and mental, like though, I guess those are both the same, but. Not always, (laughs) but yeah,
1: it's, it's that feeling like this person, like he's got me.
0: Right. He loves me. He's going to make sure we're good in every way. Spiritual. I mean all of that i mean it's not just the physical protection that women are black women are looking for we need the whole package yes what y'all doing we deserve the whole package (laughs) what y'all doing so this is actually going we're going to continue this conversation because Kendra ck dub is out (laughs) celebrating her wedding anniversary so she's not here today But we're going to have this conversation. We want to have a male on to kind of give his perspective as well. But I wanted to say, I mean, you have two different generations sitting right here. And I mean, that we can kind of come to the same conclusion. It shows testament. Like, yeah. What y'all do? We need y'all brothers to step. I mean, same thing, though. Women, we can't just be out. We, you know what? Okay. Great analogy. You have your girlfriend and they're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If all they are telling you are the bad things that are going on in that relationship, there's a problem. Okay. And when I say that, it's because obviously there's more than the bad things going on in that relationship, or they wouldn't stay. Right. So we can't just focus on the bad. We have to focus on the good and make sure we're highlighting the good just as much if not even more than the bad in these relationships so for just as many men that aren't taking care of their kids there are probably four for one there's probably four that are so there's organizations like black fathers rock here in charlotte who had to be created to just highlight that because this is actually happening right so you know it just goes back to We have to make sure we're not just focusing on the negative side of that, but at least having these conversations to shed light on it so we can do better. Absolutely. So we will be back with additional uh, segments of this conversation. And please, Siobhan, tell them where they can find you again. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I think my Twitter and Instagram are the same.
1: S-H-I-A-V-O-N-N.
0: And we definitely have tagged her on our page before. We will absolutely do it again with this episode. And please make sure you are following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are Drink Till We're Married One L. And hit us on our website if you aren't sure. So that is also DrinkTillAr dot com. Thank you for tuning in and we look forward to coming back and sharing our thoughts. Cheers. This was so much fun. I'm glad you came. I love this. Oh, oh, oh
1: we'd <laughs> be